Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old For This, here on the Nerd Eternal Network. I'm your host, the experience that some call Jason, and with me today is... The token patience incarnate, Tarky. CDL113, the droid you're looking for. And coming to you live from the gazebo of solitude, the Todd Father. And today we're going to talk about some upcoming movies we're looking forward to. Uh, not all of them are theatrically released. <laughs> I know mine is, is uh, on Shudder. Which which means I may never get a chance to see it, but, but man, I want to. You could always get Shudder. Yeah, well, I, I might I might check the price and see how much it is. Check it out for a day. Well, yeah. Are you gonna Are later. you gonna let a paltry thing like money stand between you and seeing? It's possible that I will because I am cheap. <laughs> By the same token, most streaming services for a month aren't much higher than a movie ticket. So, eh. tell that to HBO. I said most. I said most. But anyway, getting on to our movies. Uh, Tarky, that's who we're starting with. So, Taylor, what do we got? I have, as I've had for, you know, solid seven years now, Evangelion 3.0 plus one. Thrice upon a time, because let's make the title a little bit longer. <laughs> well, it's Japanese. Yeah, they can they can write all that in two or three characters. Yeah, it's 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 fair. Actually, it's a lot more characters than I remember. But Hideaki Anno is finally going to finish up Evangelion, and it was originally expected for 2015. The reason why is because the first one came out in 2007, two came out in 2009, three came out in 2012. So like, okay, it's it's a two to three year gap in between these movies is what we should expect. So people are thinking 2015, and then it got on hold a little bit for unknown reasons, and then got delayed further because Hideaki Anno got pulled for Shin Godzilla, the Japanese Godzilla. And then it finally got slated for June 27th, 2020, and has now been delayed again. But we know it's com- we do know it's coming out because after it was announced that it, the film was being delayed, the theatrical release poster was revealed, <laughs> and it has the tagline "Bye bye all of Evangelion," saying, "You know, hey hey dog, a- Anno's done. This is the last one, guys." <laughs> you know, with one of the single most profitable you know, animated features of all time. This one's the last one he's done after this. Yeah, yeah, until he decides to do some more and you get, you know, 3.0 plus 1 plus 2.5 or something, you know. <laughs> Except that would still kind of make sense That would be as a naming convention for this thing. But it's just like... It's just buck wild for me, just... It's delay after delay after delay. And several of these have been for, you know, personal reasons or just he doesn't really know where he wants to go with the story. You know, it's... Shin Godzilla was a huge hit. 
Yeah, it's like, do I just do, go ahead and just do Shin Godzilla 2 back to back on this? You know, it's that kind. Of, it's the kind of thing where Hideaki Anno gets too much success for things he thinks won't succeed. <laughs> he just freaks out. Nobody. He just gets distracted. Oh, Nobody so he's will... like Robert Jordan. Yeah. Nobody would ever like a Godzilla movie that you know, kind of like John Carpenter's a thing. It won what? I can, I can understand the surprise, anyway. But yeah, but we know it is actually going to come out because the first ten minutes are online. Because they showed the first ten minutes in Paris. Uh, and, like, from seeing that, yeah, it's... I get the gist of what it's about and what... Despite me not understanding a damn second of it, because it's all fake science, because hot damn Hideaki Anno loves his fake science likes him some techno babble huh well yeah he's he he's a huge fan of like gundam and stuff like that where like it's all this theoretical hard science of how these things work he loves that he loves going into deep into how things work in a fake you know in a science fiction setting kind of like i don't know if you've ever read him the honor harrington universe the writer of that will like when the starships he usually talks about like well if they're gonna make this speed and you know folks that are big into math and physics and stuff are like oh my god he's got the math right and i'm like that's just like half a page of writing that he could have been talking about something cool some people are into <laughs> hard science fiction so that, that's actually what makes it appeal to certain people yeah that's, that's true you know, it, i love that that's that's a whole page to have. He could have. He just wasted. Could be talking hey, about something. Cool. It beats Tolkien and his half a page description of a scary tree that has nothing to do with anything. Hey man, you that sure that tree was freaky? <laughs> it must have been, and now it's been immortalized. But yes, I also just really enjoy the uh, almost all of the uh, kind of like background imagery. Which is another thing Anna loves to do. It's like one eighth of a second shots to, for you to have in the back of your head of stuff. Because it's all like train tracks that are like, you know, crisscrossing with each other. And the sections where a train will turn onto a track by the use of a, a switch piece. Just because, like, it's obviously poking at everyone with the multiverse theories and stuff mm -hmm. while acknowledging that's what it is right now. It's just kind of fun in the trailers for that kind of stuff for me. It's also so just... Oh, yeah, is go that, ahead. Is that supposed to be released theatrically? Yes. Yeah, okay. So does that mean at some point we're all going to be spending fifteen ninety nine on a ticket to go sit there and watch it? I'll totally uh, watch it. I, don't, I can't guarantee I'll stay awake through all of it, but I'll watch it. I don't know if it'll appear in American theaters. Well, when he says the $15 ticket, that's usually the special event type stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the if there is one, I'm going to it, but... That, truthfully, sounds like the kind of something that, you know, assuming AMC opens back up. Yeah, I used to go see that kind of shit all the time, man. You know, it, it'll usually be, and, and uh, Bridge Street does it too. It'll usually be something where it'll be 
maybe two or three day engagement. Sometimes it's a week, but it's, you know, they'll have it for like a $15 ticket. But it's always very limited. Yeah. It would be something like that here in the States. Yeah. Because, you know, the My Hero Academia movie came out just before all this stuff kicked up. And it ran, it ran around here, I think, for like a week. Hmm. So do you have any faith in, in this fellow that he's actually going to wrap the story up in a way that makes sense? Um. I know it'll wrap up in a way that I can make sense of. Because I've made sense of every other thing he's wrapped up with Evangelion before. So, like, I know in my heart of hearts whether or not it makes sense, I'll make some sense of it. And that's literally how Hideaki Anno wants people to do with it, so I'm just whatever. His whole thing is your headcanon is official for you. Yep. Alright. So, let's see. Danny-san, what have you got? Uh, the one I'm looking forward to seeing... Um... I probably won't be in a theater around here. I'll probably have to wait till it pops up on one of the streaming services. Uh, it's called Major Grom Plague Doctor. Uh, it's based off of a uh, Bubblegum Comics uh, title by the same name. Uh, the movie was originally announced back in 2015 at uh, a Russian Comic Con. Then a couple of years later in 2017, you, 2017 they dropped a uh, short film release, which led to the Major Grom Plague Doctor actual movie to be filmed. Kind of like how uh, Ryan Reynolds accidentally dropped, whether he did or didn't, the Deadpool cartoon. That, you know, the Deadpool trailer. Movie. The trailer. So, um, the basics of the movie is you got a, a Russian police uh, officer named Major Grom. Uh, he's uh, based in St. Petersburg, Russia, and he's tracking bad guys. And he's been tasked, according to the trailer that I, I watched, finding out who this plague doctor is. And it's a guy going around in a plague doctor outfit. But on his wrist, he's got flamethrowers attached. And when he finds criminals, he cooks them. I just thought that looked kind of cool. Okay, so Major Grom isn't the Plague Doctor. The Plague Doctor's like I a vigilante know. he's chasing down. I've Unless there's some twist. The, yeah, I've never read the, the comic book, the graphic novel or something that this is written off of or comes from. But from the trailer, you know, it looks like he's, you know, because he's, the, the character, the actor they show as Major Grom is talking to somebody else, pointing to like a, a plot board where they've got the cases mapped out. And he's like, we've got some idiot running around in a plague doctor outfit setting folks on fire. How am I going to catch him playing within the rules? You know, it's, it's like, okay. So I'm just curious, you know, like say if there's a twist or not, but it looks like a pretty good, you know, action flick, if nothing else. With kind of a superhero vibe to it. Yeah. And, you know, the last Russian superhero movie that I saw, Guardians, it was not, you know, the Avengers, but it wasn't like B-movie, you know, uh, 
We'll agree yeah, to disagree there. Well, well it, it screams sci-fi. Yeah, it, it basically to me it was like a sci-fi movie. If it had, had uh, better writing and a better villain, it would have been all right. Yeah, the, the the main villain of that one did kind of let you down. You know, I mean, but you know, the heroes I thought looked like, pretty good. Yeah, the heroes and, and all the other stuff I liked. So and I'm the ending, which I was mocking just before we started recording. Yeah. I have issues with it. I won't say what it is for spoiler repurposes. It, it's definitely something interesting to check out to see somebody outside the States do a superhero movie. Yeah, yeah. And that's why this one, it, it doesn't come across saying it's what it is, but it kind of reminded me of uh, v, for, was it v for Victory, you know, remember? V for remember Vendetta? The, yeah, Vendetta, sorry. V for Vendetta. How the outfit, you know, how he had the faceless mask. This one, you know, it's the Plague Doctor mask. You don't know who's under it kind of thing. It just kind of struck me that because the way they're showing the trailer, you've got folks that are happy that it's happening. You've got folks that are pissed that it's happening. And it's like, okay, this this, this ought to be interesting to see how this plays out. All right. And, yeah, I'm looking at a picture of the costume, and I've got it where everybody else can see it, too. And yeah, the Black Doctor costume don't look too bad. I mean, it's basically all black with the white face mask, but you know. Well, one of the things I like about the eyes, kind of like when he lights up the flamethrowers, you guys, the eyes light up too. Ooh, I have not seen that in a still shot. Oh, wait, no, there's one there where you can see it, okay. Yeah, I may, I haven't not watched the trailer, that trailer yet. I may have to go check that out at some point. <clears throat> all right. And then the movie I have am interested in that is coming out uh, by Shutter, coming out on Shutter, is Blood Machines, and it looks like some '80s throwback sci-fi. Uh, in fact, they even quote it as being inspired. Let's see what happened. I'm just going to read it off their website because I can't, I cannot word it any better. Uh, inspired by the spirit of 80s films and music. It is apparently a sequel to a music video they've done. Damn. Turbo okay. Killer. If, you, if you're interested, look up Turbo Killer. I'll be I'll be taking a gander at it after, after the cast. But story-wise, it's uh, two like bounty hunters in space or whatever that are they're tracking down a machine that's trying to free itself. They take it down. And then they witness something kind of mystical. Ghost of a young woman pulls itself out of the machine, uh, as if the as if the ship had a soul. Which one of the trailers starts off with this guy looking at looking at this mess, going, "I've never seen so many wrecks. I wonder if they have souls too." And his boss on on the video basically kind of berating him, telling him to pull himself together. And then I think the rest of the movie is pretty much she takes off into space and is them trying to follow her to find out, you know, what the crap's going on. Uh, but it's bright neon colors like you'd, like you'd think of from an 80s video. Uh, the ships have some interesting designs to them. Definitely not just typical... Uh, uh, what you think of as typical sci-fi. This does not look like ships you would see in Star Wars or Star Trek. Uh, I could actually see them in kind of an 80s video or 80s anime. But, uh, so do you figure it's going to have that kind of It Follows vibe? 
Except it's the people doing the following. Oh, you mean as far as the uh, retro? Yeah, it might. I had not really thought about it in in terms of It Follows, but... Yeah, but remember, It Follows really felt like an 80s horror flick. Right down to the music. Now, the weird thing is, it's only 50 minutes. So you've got about an hour. So it's it's almost a short story as opposed to, to like, a movie. Yeah, that's a long-ass... But if it's a sequel to a video, that's a long-ass video. Well, fair point there. I don't know. I, f- I feel like 50 minutes, you can make a movie in 50 minutes. You just don't have a cast that's giant, and it should work. And to be so, fair, I've only seen the woman that pulls herself out, you know, the spirit, the ghost of the machine or whatever. The two guys on the ship and, like, their boss in the video is all the characters I actually saw. Well, actually, I'm looking here on the list. There is there is one more woman that's on board with him, so. But, uh, but it's almost like, you know, it being a sequel to, to a video like that, it's almost like some of those old videos, or really even some newer ones, that you see it and it felt like it had a plot to it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was just super short, so you didn't really get everything that was going on. And it's it like, sounds like, it sounds like somebody, hell, has done like Michael Jackson's videos used to be. You know, a lot of Michael Jackson's videos had a plot. Yeah. Hell, some point. of them were even short films. It's like somebody did that and went, you know what? We're going to do the actual film of it. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, it, and it's just visually neat. It, it looks different from the other sci-fi you've had out lately. Uh, I would not be surprised if you watched it and it turned out to be like Moonwalker. Remember, Moonwalker was a film that had, like, three or four videos in it. Yeah. You know, now, that's possible. You know, you know, Smooth Criminal was part of Moonwalker. I have not seen, uh... I haven't seen anything that would indicate that, but, yeah, it's possible. It'd be a nice little throwback. Hey, I'm gonna watch this film. Holy shit, this is another video. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I'm gonna check out the, uh... Turbo Killer video, and once we're once we're uh, finished, but but uh, all right, I guess I'm tapped out. <laughs> it's it's one of those I can't describe it any better than that. You know, listeners just need to go check out the check out the video. Yeah, or check out you, the, but uh, trailer. Dis- it's just disclosure, uh, disclosure and warning. Oh if yeah, you suffer from seizures of any type. Do not watch that video. Yes, I I almost killed Danny. By suggesting you watch it. Hey, Danny, you should watch this. Oh, is it going to be good? Well, it was just one of two two movies I suggested you check out. Kind of like the uh, Christmas one year. I sent him one of those online Christmas cards that had the glittering Christmas tree. And then after I hit send, I said, oh, it's good. Yeah, fortunately, fortunately, I did not see that when Jennifer saw it first because she was on the laptop and was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I hit send, I was like, oh, shit. Maybe I should text him and tell him not to watch. Look at it. Dear Danny, sent you a Christmas card on Facebook. Please do not look at Christmas card on Facebook. Merry Christmas. 
question mark. Merry Christmas? <laughs> <clears throat> Alright, so Todd, what are you looking forward to? Uh, apparently the only one that will, you know, has, well, the one that has the best shot of actually coming out in an actual theater. Christopher Nolan's Tenet. I am jazzed to see this. I have no fucking clue what the hell it moves about. I watched two trailers now several times. Still don't really know what the hell's about other than there's some kind of manipulation with time and they are trying to stop apparently either World War Three or the end of the world both. Yeah, what well, I've seen one of the trailers and it was it was, you know, trippy. There was a lot of time reversing except for the main characters. Yeah, I think they have something that lets them, like, reverse time while staying, you know, kind of static in it. Because the car chases, the cars are crashing in reverse. Uh, There's one scene where you see uh, uh, John Washington, John David Washington, like investigating the crime scene, he's there with another guy. It's like, well, what's going on? What happened here? He was like, I don't know, because it hadn't happened yet. But they're looking at the crime scene. Uh, if you pay attention to uh, the trailers and some of the gunfights, the bullets are jumping into the gun as opposed to coming out of it. In fact, there's a scene of uh, of uh, that character doing a uh, target practice. Yeah, and the bullets are jumping into the gun, not coming out of it. And you see that in a fight scene, too, where this guy has taken shots, but you see the impact disappear as the bullet is jumping into the gun. So God knows what the hell that thing's going to be about. It it's, seems very Inception, which probably means you'll go to it, you'll either really, really like it, or you won't like it at all. I don't, I'm not seeing where it's going to be a hell of a lot of middle ground there. When you're describing it, it reminds me of, like you said, Inception and then that uh, Nicolas Cage movie years ago where he could see so far ahead in time. Uh, Nick. Yeah. Yeah, Nick's. I actually and, enjoyed Nick's. Yeah. Nick's had dangling plot threads that never wrapped up. Uh, which bothered me. But it was a fun film, even though it freaked me out at the beginning. I thought next was the one where he, where the problem we had with it was he, like all through the movie, he had a certain, certain time limit he could see in there at the end. It's like he pushed it way past that. He had that time limit except for meeting that woman. Yeah. That he assumed was going to be a soulmate. And the trick is when he meets her, yeah, everything after that, spoiler, everything after that is a vision he has when he touches her hand. So you are, they had already established there's something weird about her and his visions. And then when you get to the end, you find out, yeah, it's, you know. But, because in the beginning, it's like you had somebody else that could do what he did, because, you know, the casino guy, uh, I think Fish was playing him. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, somebody he kind of figures out what's going on, and somebody murders him. That's never touched on, referenced, or resolved in any way. 
And in that yes, vision, is right. he's doing things to try to help the, the uh, law enforcement or anti-terrorist group or whoever it is, the good guys. And it's like somebody's doing things to counteract him. You know, it may have been that they intended to do a series of movies and it didn't do that well. I, you know, I don't know. Or it could have been one of those things where you had a, a writer change or a director change. That's true. Like it could have been Supernova. Which was another <laughs> movie. No, nothing could be Supernova. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's it, it looks trippy. It's It's got the appropriate Nolan music to it. So, you know. I may risk because Tenet is supposed to be the movie, the first movie that kicks off everything since since the virus hit. You know, the theaters are supposed to open up in July. That's supposed to be the first movie. Is oh, it's kind of neat because there's a lot riding on it. Because they basically say if Tenet does not do well. It's it's gonna spell bad things for theaters because that means people are like, yeah, I ain't going. So it's one of those kind of things where I'm I'm kind of sitting here going, I want to see it. I got a mask, so I ain't super worried about that. And, you know, we always sit apart anyway, so that yeah, yeah. Big deal. But uh, I I still kind of want to shoot for like a matinee or something where they're where everybody and their mama may not be there. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They're, and that's cheaper anyway. My only worry is, Tenet looks like one of those movies... It looks like... What I've seen of it, it looks like it'd be good. But it's one of those that if you were asking me to, you know, gamble on how, whether it'd be actually be successful or not, or whether it'd be, wind up being one of them good movies that just did kind of mediocre, I, uh... Well, I wouldn't put any money on it. See, yeah. I, w- I would really just based off Nolan's name alone. Now, that might help. You got three I, I, dark But I think if movies. I was the movie theaters wanting to gamble on something, I'd be asking Disney to pop out a Marvel, Marvel movie to go first. Yeah, but hell, what have they got? You know, you had Widow that got pushed back, you know, to what, November? I think yeah. Widow's supposed to drop in November now. I I take my risk on Denzel Washington's kid in a crystal for no look as I would a, a MCU movie about a character that you know it ain't that ain't like you getting somebody fresh and new that's that's literally a character that you know is dead. Spoilers. Yeah, if you ain't seen Endgame by now, <laughs> <laughs> newsflash. She don't make it. But yeah, I mean, Tent looks like it'd be neat. I, I, I hope it does well, both, you know, for its own sake and for uh, movie theaters in general. And if it doesn't, you know, then it's got the built-in excuse. Hey, you got a virus out there. People ain't gonna... But they'll insure it whether, you know, if it does great, then they make more than the insurance policy. If it doesn't, they, they get cash with their insurance policy. But it was one before all this started. Oh, trailer! I was like, "This looks like some tree thing." I want to go. I want to say 
was it when we went to go see Bad Boys for Life? That may have been the first time I saw that trailer. It might have been because that may have been the last movie I've gone to see. Yeah, I know. It's, I know that's the last movie I went to see, but I I can't remember the first time I saw Tenet if I watched it online, and that was just the first time I saw it on the big screen. You may have, because I want to say you were. I want to say you had mentioned it to me before. Yeah, because you were I, happy I, when you I, were happy I, when yeah. you when it came up on Bad Boys. You were happy to see it. Yeah. You wanted to see it on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you mentioned it, yeah, I think I I remember when it popped up. I was like, oh shit, that's Tenet. Yeah. Watch this; it's trippy. But so anyway, I, uh, I give it a shot. Yeah, oh yeah. So that's you know movies we're looking forward to. Uh, like I said, I guess only one of them going to be in the theaters. <laughs> well, I take that back. But I can easily even, see Evangelion making it one of those fifteen dollar. Yeah, yeah. Evangelion will will probably show up here. But like I said, it'll be one of those kind of things where it shows maybe two or three times a day or mm-hmm. for two days or something like that. It'll be a pain. Trust me. It will be a pain in the ass to go see. <laughs> I'm still tempted to go see it, but it will be a pain in the ass. Well, you need to watch the other movies and the rest of the series, don't you? Yeah, I doubt it because the ones I've seen didn't make sense. So I'll go into an Evangelion movie going, hey, I don't know what the hell's going on. But giant robots are fighting monsters, so I'm there. Pretty much. I mean, that's that's literally why I watched the others. It was like, oh, angels? Oh, they're trying to go religious? Oh, this person doesn't know what Christianity is at all. This is all kind of fun. Yeah, but they're giant monsters fighting giant robots. And I think that robot just ate that kid. And to be fair, I think they're apostles in the actual Japanese version. What, the angel? Yeah. Oh, I think they okay. used the term apostle. Yeah, they used the term apostles, and then it got mistranslated. Okay. And then it just ran with it anyway, because why not? Yeah. Hardly the first time an anime has had something mistranslated or, or renamed, yeah. and they just ran with it. And truthfully, I think I like the thought of... I like the thought of being angels anyway. Angels in the Bible tended to be kind of horrific. Yeah. So, yeah no, no, they, they come like, and announce babies. They also come and wipe out entire populations. And armies. And some of them just wrestle for a day. Yeah, sometimes. Hey, you got off light. I'm just wrestling with you. You got the level one angel. (laughs) That army outside Jerusalem, they got the level ten angel. (laughs) I've been told not to kill you in your broke arm. Nope, stop moving. Stop wiggling. Ah, Dang, nab it. 24 hours later. It's man right, broke arm for wrestling. There's your hip. All right, your hip's <laughs> going. I'm, I'm gone. Hey, count yourself fortunate. At least you're not blind. <laughs> or turn to a pillar of salt. <laughs> wow, that, that went all kinds of... Well, you can't really say a sacrilegious, though, because it's actually in the book, so... Anyway. We just put our own spin on If you actually read the Bible, you find out, Angels are home! That's why we have giant mix. <laughs> Did they right. ever get rid of the extension cord? Wait, what? Did they ever get rid of the extension cord on the giant mix? No, they, they used they, to have like the. They, they always cord. have the five minute time limit. Oh, okay. That way you're Except when it doesn't right matter. Okay, just checking. 
Well, it's a five minute time limit on all the machinery working. Sometimes they still get up and just do shit on their own. Well, that's because of how kind of weird and what, yeah, what they're based yeah, it's on. They all, yeah. Yeah. But I remember they had, I remember, I, I collected the toys. And I remember the toys, a lot of them had like a little gas, looked like the gas nozzle thing that you hook in the back. That yeah. Cord to it. I was always like, huh, so you got a giant mech on a leash. Anyway, when the giant mech is the devil, you probably need it on a leash. Eh, I always wonder why the angels didn't just stop out, you know, kind of do the uh, Sylvester the cat, or the uh, foghorn leghorn, just, you know, kind of stand outside the the reach of the leash. Because they were mighty and very self-confident. Smacking in the head with a bat or some shit. <laughs> I think you used a two by four, but anyway. We're going to wrap up here before we get off any weirder tangents. Us? Weird tangents? <clears throat> anyway, I've been your host for the day, the experience some call Jason, and with me has been... The token person who I guess is going first, Tarky. CDO 113. <laughs> and the Todd Father. And we will see you next time. Peace.